Hi there, this is Pastor Ronnie Allen here at Omega Church. I'd like to welcome you to our podcast. If this is your first time listening, we want to say thank you for joining us. We hope this message equips you to follow God's voice. We believe that if you're searching, today your search is over. Thanks for being with us and enjoy. Well, I want to share some things with you that has happened like within the last, well, one thing was in January, but the rest of it uh, that I'm going to share with you happened just last week in, uh, in Springfield, Missouri, okay? And, uh, but the first thing I want to share with you is, you know, we talk about how, uh, you know, raising the dead, okay? Well, I, I don't know if Pastor Ronnie shared this with you, but in January, we were in uh, Rodney Howard Brown's camp meeting uh, in Tampa, Florida, and a gentleman died, died during the service, and uh, he was raised from the dead. He was raised from the dead. I mean, he was literally dead. He was dead. And, uh, and he was raised from the, actually it just wasn't very far from us, was it? Just over there on the, on the side over there. Uh, when he fell on Pastor Rodney, <laughs> Pastor Rodney tells Al, uh, you know, when they, he saw him fall, you know, and, and, uh, and he went over and he was laying on his stomach. And when they rolled him over, he says, it was the head of security in the church who had died amen he says he says he, he you know he was breathing i guess it was the way when people died their last breath you know and he heard that you know and uh they took him uh to the hallway and uh uh one of the staff members uh laid hands on him and started uh saying life 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 and and there was uh he tells a story uh, there was a policeman standing there and he joined in life 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 and the guy came alive and he, he'd been dead for over i don't know how long he'd been three minutes over three minutes and uh raised him up amen but but things things are happening today now let me share some things my daughter uh stephanie she's our uh, third daughter uh goes to a church in uh, springfield missouri called james river church it's a fairly large church okay and uh, they just came out of uh, meetings that were from Sunday to Thursday last week. And uh, let, let me share some things that, that happened there just last week, okay? Well, number one, uh, this is a church that uh, people don't fall when they get prayed for, okay? You ever been to one of those churches? <laughs> well, everybody was falling. This is a church where people do not fall. You know, I was telling Pastor Ronnie, that tells you how hungry people are. But nobody falls. But they were laying everywhere, down the halls, in the back, everywhere people were laying, were, were falling under the power of God. And again, I, I want to stress it because I've been there, okay? It is a church where people don't fall, okay? And they're falling, so something going on there, right? right. Amen. Let, let, me, let me share this with you. Uh, her friend, uh, friend, who is about six foot five, had just started coming to the church, okay? <laughs> I was talking to Stephanie this morning about this, and uh, she filled me in on some more. He, he fell without nobody touching him. 
okay? He fell six foot five. And where he was standing, he, he fell under the power. And he said when he tried to get up, it was like the floor was a magnet and it would keep him down. He said he tried to raise his arms and wham, he says that it, it's like the floor was a magnet, amen. But he had just started coming to church. One, one nurse came in and she had heard about things that were going on and uh, she, she got up and testified, shared. I came in, I, I, I was a real, real strong skeptic, really strong skeptic. And, uh, you know, and she says, I'm standing there and all of a sudden my arm pops. And, uh, and I ended up and I started waving it around and her friend who is a, some kind of a nurse said, what are you doing? You're going to hurt yourself. Well, because she had this condition in her arm that she couldn't raise her arm a certain way. And if she did, it really hurt her. She says, I know, but it's, it's gone. I'm healed. I'm healed. Nobody touched her. Okay. Now this is a church where nobody falls. I didn't want you to get, I mean, this, I mean, oh. and uh, she says, and she told the whole church, I'm a believer. Says I'm a believer. So there's no fans or buts about it. I'm a believer, and, and all these things are great, but I left the best one to the last. They were they have campuses in in other cities, and uh, they had a they had a camp campus in Joplin, Missouri. Now this was out of state, okay. And this I, I'm going I'm going to tie this in with what I'm teaching today. Did you get me fixed, guys? Oh, because I want to go. There was a lady there in Joplin, Missouri. They were watching up on the big screen. Okay. And uh, she had she had lost uh, three of her toes on her foot. Uh, and the reason why is because her husband shot her and uh, blew off three of her toes. At the end of this, I don't know when it was, during service, whatever it was, but some of the people anointed her feet with oil, okay? Now, this is, this is coming right out of the horse's mouth, okay? This is not, okay? This is, this is they, uh, Springfield is just having a fit over it, you know? They anointed her foot with oil and prayed for her. Wasn't no minister. It was the people that were there. Okay, All right, I want you to remember this. And in about 30 minutes, she felt something on her foot and she noticed her foot was changing color. And toes started growing. All right. 60 minutes later, the toes developed toenails. Amen. Springfield, Missouri, they're just having a thing about it. But, you know, I'm going to share this. My daughter told me, she said, Dad, they get it? Yeah, all they did was put another battery in there. <laughs> Bring her up here. I like to preach with my arms. 
All right. There you go. Some people don't realize how important the ministry of helps is. Amen. What, what kind of got my, my daughter? She says, Dad, she says, you know, even though these miracles like that are happening, there were people on social media says, well, you know, I'm a Christian, but who's drinking Kool-Aid at James River? I don't believe that really happened, you know. And, and, she, and they come, I mean, they say, I'm a Christian, but I don't believe that. Well, I didn't say that. You did. I said it. I was thinking it, but I wasn't going to say it. I only say what people think. You only say what people think. Well, man, I better quit thinking. You don't want to say what I've been thinking. Amen. But I want you to know that things are happening. Amen. This is not, you know, something that happened years and years and years ago. This just happened last week, you know, and that, that was just there. It, but I wanted to share because it wasn't something I just heard. Maybe it happened. But this came straight from my daughter. She, she was there and, uh, you know, but this was in a church where they don't fall. <laughs> And they were laying everywhere, she said, Dad. People were all over the building. And, and she said, you know, and I said, well, Steffi, that's, that just shows how hungry people are. They want the power of God. Amen. amen. And they got it. Amen. amen. And so maybe they'll let them fall later on. <laughs> but that big guy, he's six foot five. And he, he would just stand there and bam, he just went down and couldn't get up. Thank you, Lord. Let's raise our hand. I, I, the reason, another reason I share that, I, I think there's some of you here, you, you, you want a miracle in your life. Maybe there's a physical thing, you know. And just, just, just raise your hands. I mean, this was Joplin, Missouri, you know, uh, probably, well, over uh, almost an hour and a half away from Springfield, Missouri, and watching it on the video, and, and uh, a miracle happened. Her toes began to grow. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Father, for being real. Today, today, we just thank you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 You know, Trey, God's really been uh, speaking to you about the anointing. You know, the Bible says uh, we know in part and prophesy in part. Uh, here last weekend, I was up in uh, right outside of Dallas, and uh, the pastor got up, and made a made a statement, and he was kind of 
saying it in a humorous way. Uh, but he, he told everybody, she, you know, Brother Buddy, uh, you know, all he has, he, he's only got one message. Where me, a pastor, I've got to have one different every weekend. But Brother Buddy, he just has one message. You know, he's really getting off easy. And he was saying, you know, and remember him saying that? And he was saying in, in a, just a little bit way of uh, humor and, you know, whatever. And, uh, you know, I got to thinking about that. And I thought, well, you know, that's my part. That's my part. You know, I've been traveling for uh, 42 years, uh, literally uh, throughout uh, the world. We've been in 29 different countries. And, uh, yes, that's all I teach people is, is the ministry of health. And that's my part. The Bible says we know in part. You know, Trey, God's been really, I think, kind of nudging you to teach more on the anointing. That's, that's your part. I'm, 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 I don't want to say you better do it or else. You know, I'm just saying because you talk about it a lot. Okay? Well, I will say this. You talk about it a lot. Okay? But you haven't come across convincing people. You talk about it. That's your part, to teach the body of Christ about the anointing of God. Amen? Just like my part is to teach the body of Christ about the ministry of helps. And that's all they hear out of me. It's okay. You know, it, it, you get up and say, well, I'm going to teach on the anointing. Again? It'll never come out the same. People say, don't you ever get tired of teaching the same? I have never taught the same thing. Never. Never. Oh, I might use the same scriptures, but it never comes out the same. Because of the people that are there. Amen. And so... Don't, don't think that you can wear out teaching on the anointing. It'll never be the same. But you're going to teach about the anointing. People need to understand that. They need to get a hold of that. Yes. Amen. But you just got to keep doing it and doing it, just like I'm doing it and doing it. And now more people throughout the world are hearing about the ministry of helps. Amen. When they talk about Trey, oh, yeah, the anointing. <laughs> When they say anointing, oh, yeah, you want to hear uh, Trey teach on the anointing. That's like today. You say ministry of helps. Oh, yeah, Buddy Bell. <laughs> Buddy Bell, oh, ministry of helps. Are you hearing me? Yes. We all have a part. What happens is we try to be everybody's part. No, no, each of you have a part in this church. Amen. And just because somebody else does something over here and something happens over there, that doesn't mean you've got to walk away from what you're doing. Focus on your part. Be the best you can be in your part. Amen. That's why God's brought us all in here. Yes. Together. Amen. It's not an accident that you're in this church. You all have a part. Amen. And so just focus on your part. Let Trey teach you how to stir up that anointing on your part. Amen. Amen. And guess what? We're going to have fun. Yes. Yes.
We're going to have church. We're going to enjoy church. Yeah. People are going to get saved. Amen. Amen. Why? Because we're all doing our part. <laughs> we're all doing our part. People are getting saved. People are getting healed. Yes. Amen. We love each other. Yes. This is good stuff, isn't it? Yeah. Amen. Yeah. So I just wanted to share those things with you. Uh, I mean, it, it really, it really excites me and builds my faith up. And, and to hear that things are going on like that, and, and then you hear about the Jesus revolution, you know, and something's going on. Yes. But you know what I figured out? I'm just going to let it go on. Yeah. <laughs> I am. Yeah. I'm going to try to figure it out. This is all, I've got goosebumps that I'm talking about. I've got goosebumps <laughs> right now. Yeah. So I know something's going on. Amen. Amen. Now, you don't have to take this as the thus saith the Lord. I'm just sharing that with you. Amen. That's, that's what I'm sensing. So you just listen to God and, and the Holy Ghost, and he'll tell you that Buddy Bell knows what he's talking about. Amen. <laughs> but you need to just totally devour the anointing. What it is, how it is, where it comes from. Amen. Hallelujah. Why don't you just get up now and talk about it? <laughs> I got goosebumps just talking about wanting to know. This is an exciting hour yes. to be living in. Yes. An exciting hour. Right. Amen. <laughs> Open up your Bibles of 1 Corinthians chapter 12. I'll let you guess what I'm going to teach on. Huh? Ministry of Helps. Is it in the Bible? I'm still being asked, Brother Bell, is it in the Bible? You know, somebody said, why do you keep teaching it? Because when people stop asking me that question, then maybe, maybe God will give me something different. I seriously doubt it. But because uh, we'll never run out of people. Because I have people that come to me. All I've never seen that before, Brother Buddy. And I'm not talking years ago that would happen. Oh, to this day it still happens to me. People come up, I've never seen that there before. You know, now me, I think, well, don't you have a Bible? <laughs> you know? But it's there. Amen. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 28. It says, and God has set some in the church. Now, that's where I want to be. I want to be in church. Guess where we're at today? We're in church. Can you believe it? Saturday morning, the sun's shining. It's 80 degrees outside. They're mowing the yard, you know. Probably the bass are leaping out of the lake right now, you know. I hear a big one just went up. That's got my name on it. Amen. It says, in God, it says, some in the church, first apostles. Church, I thank God for apostles. Amen. You tell me you're an apostle, I say go for it. Go start a church, amen. Then it goes on and says, secondarily, prophets. I still believe in prophets today, amen. amen. Hallelujah. Then it goes on and says, thirdly, teachers. Now, thank God for people that can teach the word of God. Now, I'm saying this because I want to be on the good side, but Pastor Ronnie is a great teacher of the word, amen. 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 Do you hear that? Okay. All right. <laughs> person said to me one time, Brother Bell, you offended me today. I said, really? 
I said, how did I offend you? I wanted to know because I don't want to go around offending people. Brother Buddy, you use too much humor when you preach. True story. I said, really? I said, you know, I wish I could take you with me on the road and have you stand beside me and listen to person after person come up to me and thank me that they were able to laugh in church again. Person after person can come up to me and tell me, I didn't think I had the joy of the Lord anymore. But I found out today I still got the joy of the Lord. Amen. Some people say, Brother Buddy, you're the funny bone in the body. I said, well, I'm in the body. Amen. Amen. That's the important part. Amen. Amen. Don't, don't allow the enemy to take your joy. That's right. Amen. If, if, if that's all I accomplished with you today is to help you to realize that you still have the joy of the Lord on the inside of you. And the Bible says the joy of the Lord is our strength. Why do you think the enemy tries to, try to, tries to take that away from you so much? Amen. Because that joy is strength. You know, I don't know if you've ever been to a Rodney Howard Brown meeting. But, uh, uh, I mean, th th there are people that, that laugh out loud, fall on the floor, and they're laughing and while he's preaching and and, you know, it doesn't faze him, okay? I'll share this with you, what, what he said to me. He said, you know, buddy, I know sometimes there are people that are just faking it. He said, I understand that. Because some people comment about his meetings and uh, how so many people are laughing, you know. He said, but there are other people that, they needed to release that joy on the inside of them. And I know it's ministering to them. He says, oh, I know there's some that are faking it. He said, but there are others that their joy is getting released. And that brings strength and healing to them. And, you know, I'm going to share this with you. I used to be, uh, I'd hear things about his meetings. And, and uh, I was a hypocrite. Amen. Because I, I thought it was all just all put on until we were in the meetings. Amen. But then, and being around him now and everything. And then I would make that comment about this. I would share this story everywhere. And then I would think that and say things about his meetings that where the joy of the Lord is at. And I thought, buddy, you are a hypocrite. You know? And I'll never be a hypocrite. If you want to laugh, just go right ahead and laugh. Amen. Amen. Just don't be real loud. <laughs> but, but don't let the enemy steal your joy. Okay? Don't let him steal your joy. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, let's go on. Because we're getting close. It says, after that miracle, well, you know, after hearing all what I'm hearing, you know, uh, uh, there are two national news agencies that want to interview the woman now. Now, here's the thing. They had just made a, uh, what's it called? For her foot? Yeah, they had just made one of those for her foot. Okay. Oh, and I didn't share, share this one with you. There was a pastor there that uh, his foot, he was in a boot because he had broke his, either his ankle or his leg. Okay. And he's from another city. And on the way home, his son was with him and said, Dad, are you healed? And he says, yeah, I am. And he took the boot off, 
went to the doctor the next day, and he's got x-rays. X-ray, leg is broke. X-ray, no sign of a break. No sign. And he's got the x-rays to prove it. Woo, hallelujah. Boy, this is goosebump day. Then it goes on and says, then gifts of healings. God's alive today. Amen. And then everybody, what's that next little word? Helps. Everybody look at it again. I want you to see this. Helps. Governments and diversities of tongues. So there it is. God set it into the church. Okay? No man made it up. There is a rumor going around the world, this is true, that Buddy Bell made up the Ministry of Helps. I did not make it up. God did. The same God that grows out toes, amen. Amen. That, that, that totally mends broken bones, amen, set into the church helps. It's a supernatural ministry. The people that prayed for the woman's foot were not the preacher people that were preaching there. It was people like you. Amen. And I'll prove that to you. Amen. The definition of helps is one of the ministrations in the local church by way of rendering assistance or especially of help ministered to the weak and the needy. If you're rendering assistance in any way in the church, if you're giving help to the weak and the needy, you are functioning in this supernatural ministry. How can you call it a supernatural ministry? Because a supernatural God set it into the church. So if it's a supernatural ministry, then you can expect the supernatural when you're serving in that ministry. Why does Pastor Ronnie want you serving? He talked about this uh, last night. People saying, well, all you want to do is make us work. <laughs> Why? Because the more of you that serve, the more of the supernatural is going to happen in the church. Amen. That's Holy Ghost. I've never saw this. This People say, don't you get tired of preachers saying, uh-uh, I just saw something I've never seen before. <laughs> and I've been teaching this 40-some years. The more people that serve, more of the supernatural is going to happen in that church. Because yeah. you're serving in a supernatural ministry. See, if your faith... <laughs> Yeah, you're going to teach that, aren't you? <laughs> That's the anointing, amen. Yeah. More of the anointing is going to get, okay, let's go on, amen. <laughs> I think you're seeing it too. I mean, I don't have to almost tell you you're seeing it. Amen. Yeah. amen. When you're standing at the door, the supernatural's there. When you're in the children's church, the supernatural's in there. When you're out in the outreaches, the supernatural's out there. 
I can remember when I first was an usher, and, and one of the things we would do is somebody gets up and walks out of the, the service, you know, we, we always uh, approach them, you know, and say, oh, you couldn't handle it, huh? <laughs> That's what some people do. That's, that's what they think when they see somebody get up and walk out. No, we, we, were, you know, we were taught you know, to go find out why you know, they were leaving. You know, and I can remember many times, well, where I'm sitting, it's real cold because I'm right under a vent. I said, well, okay, just, I said, just stay right here. I said, I'm going to go find you a place where you won't be sitting. So you, we don't want you to leave, you know. And uh, I remember this true story. I remember I asked this lady, she had walked out. I said, uh, you know, uh, can I help you or something? You know, anything wrong? Well, I'm not feeling too good. You know what my first thought was? Well, just wait till the end of the service. That's when they pray for people. Right. See what I'm saying? That's what some people think. You know, they, they, they think, well, if you just, you got to wait till the end. Uh-uh. Wherever you're at, the supernatural is there. I remember uh, she looked at me. She says, are you an usher? I said, yeah. And then she said this, would you pray for me? Now, I'm going to be honest with you. I was kind of, you know, I, I was still thinking, can't you just wait till the end of the service? And they'll pray for you up there, you know. But see, I didn't, I didn't understand what I know today. That wherever I'm at, serving, the supernatural is there with me. Amen. Amen. So you don't have to tell that person. Well, wait, at, wait till the end, Pastor Ronnie will give a call. And, and they just ask for the supernatural. You know, I really need God. Well, wait till the end. They'll give an altar call. <laughs> you can go up and, and, and get God. No, no, they just told you, I want it now. And you can give it to them now. Yes. Buddy, I wish you wouldn't teach the same thing over and over. If you're rendering assistance, if you're giving help to the weak and the needy, you're operating in this supernatural ministry. Brother Godbay, Pentecostal holiness preacher back in the 1800s, wrote a commentary. He defines the ministry of helps like this. I mean, isn't that the same old when, when, when the supernatural shows up? Oh, the infinite value. Listen to his words. I'm talking about you. Oh, the infinite value. Oh, yeah, you go to Omega Church, man, you can get saved at the door. You can get healed. I, I've seen these things happen. I, I, I saw a gentleman drop to his knees at the door. When they greeted him, he said, oh, my God, I need Jesus. You know, you got to wait till the end of the service. <laughs> then you can get Jesus. Amen. I've seen the, I'm, I'm not making these things up. You know, in our church, our attitude was this. We're going to get everybody saved, everybody healed, everybody delivered. And, and if we miss one, then pastor can pick them up at the end. That was our attitude. Amen. Because everyone was tuned into that. Gentleman got up before the service started, went back to the greeter and said, I just want to share something with you. When you grabbed my hand, I felt something come out of you and into my arm. 
This morning I got up, I couldn't raise my hand above my shoulders, but I can raise them up now all the way. But you got to wait till the end to get healed. They hadn't even started the music yet. But how does that happen? Because the supernatural is everywhere. Well, who's got the supernatural? You do. You do. You do. Oh, the infinite value. Mother, uh, um, a mother came the, uh, the Sunday after she had been here and left her baby in the nursery and came to the nursery worker and said, what did you do to my baby last week? I picked up my little one after church, took her home, laid her down in her, in her baby bed, and she went right to sleep. She never goes right to sleep. What did you do to my baby? And the mother shared, well, this is not a babysitting service back here. This is a ministry. And we minister the love of Jesus to your baby. Mother went out, raised her hand, and got saved. Why? Was the preaching great? Because mm -mm. she ran into the supernatural yeah. back in the nursery. Amen. Oh, the infinite value. I wish he'd quit talking about wanting me to do something in this church. <laughs> in you is the supernatural. And pastor is just wanting that released right. in the congregation. Yes. Oh, the infinite value of the humble gospel helpers. Thousands of people have no gifts as leaders. It's okay you're not a leader. I hear these guys teaching, we're all leaders. No, we're not. No, we're not. Some don't mind being a follower. Some of the worst things you can do to a faithful, committed servant in the house is make them a leader. They don't want to be a leader. They love following. But we think we're going to bless them. We'll make them a leader. You didn't bless them. You didn't bless them. Now they got headaches. That, now they got to deal with people, and they don't want to do that. They just want to follow. Amen. You, you didn't bless them by making them a leader. Amen. And you that are thinking, I wish I could be a leader, that's you. You don't want you. Are you hearing me? If God wants you to be a leader, he'll make you a leader. There won't be no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Are you hearing me? It, it's okay. If you're in the nursery and you have your nursery apron on and Jesus comes back, he will let you in heaven. He will. He won't go, oh, no, whoa, whoa, you got a nursery apron on. You can't get in here. You're just a nursery worker. Uh-uh. Oh, 
know the infinite value of the humble gospel helpers. Thousands of people have no gifts as leaders, but we are number one helpers. How grand revival work moves along when, when red to hot platoons of fire baptized helpers crowd around God's heroic leaders of the embattled host. I got goosebumps again. I got a title for today's teaching. Goosebumps. <laughs> Turn to Acts chapter 6. I, I, I don't want to keep you here real long. 3 o'clock? Did you say 3 o'clock? Okay. Acts. <laughs> Acts chapter 6. Rodney Howard Brown's meetings, four hours, every meeting, four hours. Doesn't matter, it'll go four hours. Four hours. Four hours. Four hours. We got there at nine o'clock. It wasn't over until after 12 o'clock. We came in at 7, didn't go home till after 11. Four hours per meeting. Four plus four, <laughs> eight hours in one day. And we did that for eight days straight. And one guy died. But he didn't get out of it. Four hours. Revival.com, if you want to go to his website. Revival.com. Oh. One thousand. And I think there are 1,013 straight nights of church. 1,013 straight nights. We're not missing doing a few and then miss a couple. Uh-uh. 1,013 so far straight night services. four hours. I got goosebumps. God is alive. Amen. Pastor o o Odell back there, he knows Rodney Howard Brown personally. He's, you've known him how many years now? 10 or 12 years. What I'm saying, is it wrong? Yeah. Never. Time does not exist in that church. That's one thing I noticed. Time does not exist. Listen to me. There is no time with God. No time. When you hear people say, I don't know where the, where the time went. That, tells, that, that blesses me. When I hear people say that, man, Brother Bud, it's like it, just, it was over before I knew it. You just blessed me. We were in God's presence. 
when you're in God's presence, you're not, you're not aware of time. Time doesn't exist with God. Are you hearing me? Time does not exist with God. So when he tells you something, doesn't mean he's going to do it within a certain period of time. He's he just going to do it. I don't know if you can get a hold of that. He's just going to do it. I don't think time. Yeah. 40 years ago, he says, told me, he said, buddy, you're going to be on the staff of thousands of churches around the world. Today, I teach in 150 nations, two to 300,000 people every year. Here's my teaching on the Ministry of Helps in over 70 different languages. To God, there's no time. But if he told you he's going to do something, it'll happen. Quit wondering when. Because God said, I don't know what you're talking about. Because there's no time to me. But it's going to happen. You getting a lot of good stuff out of this? Yeah, I know you are. <laughs> Acts chapter 6. We're, we're going to wrap it up here. And in those days when their number of disciples was multiplied, there arose a murmuring of the Grecians against the Hebrews because their widows were neglected in the daily ministration. We need some assistance here. Ministry of Helms. Then the twelve called the multitude of the disciples unto them and said, It is not reason that we should leave the word of God and serve tables. Now, let me make this straight. They're not saying that they are beyond serving tables. And they won't serve tables. You know, I've heard people over the years say, Well, I've done that. Because we need somebody to do it. Well, I've done that. And they're saying, I won't do it again. And the blessings that you're going to miss out on. Amen. Because, you know, when people say, well, I got to pray about that. You know why they're going to pray about it? Because they got to determine. Now, which list is that in? Is it in the list where God won't bless me? Or is this in the list where God's going to bless me? People, that's why you pray about it. You're trying to determine, do I want to do it or not do it? I don't want to do it because it's not one of those that God will bless. There are, there are things when you serve God, he's not going to bless you for. I don't know. Maybe I think different. Are you picking up on what I'm thinking? You know, why miss a blessing when I've been asked to serve? Right. Right. Do you get that? That's the way I think. That's the way I think. Wherefore, brethren, look ye out among you seven men of honest report, full of the Holy Ghost and wisdom, whom we may appoint over this business. We've got a plan here. But we will give ourselves continually prayer into the ministry of the word. We all have a part. Yes. And the same pleased the whole multitude. Miracle. Everybody was pleased. And they chose Stephen, a man full of faith and of the Holy Ghost, and Philip, and five of the guys they ran around with, <laughs> whom they set before the apostles, and when they had prayed, they laid their hands on them. All they're doing is helping the widows and serving tables, and they're going to have a laying on a hand service? 
Think about it. Today, people look at people that just help and serve tables as nothing. But it wasn't nothing to them. They brought them before the apostles. This whole, this whole weekend is about you all. Do you know that? This whole weekend is about you all. I ask pastors all over the world, when's the last time you had a special service just for those who serve? And then you laid hands on them. Sunday morning, we're going to lay hands on all the students. We're going to do what the Bible says to do. Amen. And we got some surprises. Pastor Ronnie, I, you're going to be surprised. Amen. Because it's going to be special. And we're going to dress special. Amen. Whom they set before the apostles, and when they had prayed, they laid their hands on them. And look at this. And the word of God increased. I put it this way. The presence of God increased. The supernatural increased. And what happened? And the number of disciples multiplied. Oh, man, are y'all getting this? Yes. And, the, and the number of disciples multiplied in Jerusalem greatly, and a great company of the priests were obedient to the faith. They increased the supernatural. They increased the anointing. And Stephen, who's just helping widows and serving tables, is full of faith in what? Power now. Wasn't no power mentioned before he started serving. Man. Wasn't no mention of the supernatural before he started serving. Wasn't until after he started serving. Why does he keep hounding us to get involved? Because he's wanting to release the supernatural. Man, I'm going to preach this again. <laughs> and Stephen, full of faith and power, look at here, did great wonders and miracles among the people. He anointed her foot and toes began to grow. Amen. And he was just a guy that helped the widows and served tables. Mm. Listen to this in the Amplified. Now Stephen, full of grace, divine blessing and favor, and power, which is strength and ability. Inside of you is strength and ability. Amen. People say, I don't know if I can do that. Are you saved? Are you filled with the Holy Ghost? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. You got it. Yep. It's in you. Amen. I don't think I can do that. You're right. You can't do it. But that on the inside of you gives you the strength and gives you the ability to do it. Yes. All he's waiting on is just you to take a step of faith. Amen. You know, I'm not bragging, but I know me. If you'd known me, isn't this right, Kathy? If you'd known me 40-some years ago, Dirt farmer from Illinois. Didn't have running water inside bathroom until I got married. One of the main reasons I got married. <laughs> you laugh, but it's true. Amen. I wanted an inside bathroom. Amen. 
I dated Kathy for two years and did not bring her out to my house. You know why? I was afraid she'd ask to go to the bathroom, which was that little building out back out there. <laughs> Amen. I didn't say something to make you mad, did I? <laughs> I just had a guy walk out on me. I told you I was going to end here in a little bit. Amen. <laughs> but you have that strength and ability. Amen. Yes, Amen. I'm amazed every day what God does with me. Amen. But I learned something. It's not me. It's that anointing. Amen. I've got the supernatural. And when I just take a step, so I, I learn about something, I say, okay, I'm going I'm, I'm, I'm to step into that. And boom! Out it comes. Amen. It's in you. It's there. Now Stephen, full of grace, divine blessing and favor and power, which is strength and ability, worked great wonders and signs, miracles among the people. Had a miracle this morning at the door when this person walked in. They got saved. They got healed. Had a miracle back in the nursery. Mother got saved. Had a miracle at the outreach. A home, homeless person got delivered, and, and now they're, they, they've got a job, and, and their life has turned around. Amen. Well, is there anything that goes on in your church? <laughs> well, if we miss it, pastor picks it up at the end. <laughs> well, you walk around our church, and you're going to run into the supernatural everywhere you go. Amen. 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 And pastor just keeps feeding the, the, the wood to the fire. The wood to the fire. Amen. And the supernatural grows in our church. More people are stepping out. More people are serving. Strength and ability is being released throughout. I mean it. You title this teaching Goosebumps. Title it Goosebumps. Amen. Well, I'm going to end with this. Turn to uh, chapter 7. In verse 8, verse 8, verse 55, where did I get, what's verse 8? Let me look. It came out of me for no reason at all. Verse 8. Ooh, Paul talking about circumcision. <laughs> Whole verse. Circumcised him and he circumcised him. <laughs> I am circumcised, Lord. Let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> I'll never do that again. <laughs> uh, verse 55. It says, but he, now he is Stephen. He's being stoned to death right now. He was the first martyr in the Bible. It says, And Stephen, being full of the Holy Ghost, looked up steadfastly into heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing on the right hand of God and said, Behold, I see the heavens open and the Son of Man standing on the right hand of God. I was taught when Jesus went to heaven, he's sitting on the right hand of God. 
Is this a misprinting? No, it is not a misprinting. But it is the only place where it's printed in the Bible that Jesus stood for someone before they entered in. And who did he stand for? I'll help with the widows. I'll serve the tables. I'll be an usher. I'll be a greeter. I'll clean the church. I'll help with the outreach. And Jesus stood for him before he entered in. Oh, the infinite value of the humble gospel helpers. I'm glad you came back. Thousands of people who have no gifts as leaders are number one helpers. How grand revival work moves along when? When red hot platoons of fire baptized helpers crowd around God's heroic leaders of the embattled host. Would you stand up with me? Hallelujah. Do you, do, you, uh, do you put these uh, teachings on YouTube or it goes, it, did you video this? Oh, no. <laughs> you need to tell your friends. Yes. Go to YouTube, type in Goosebumps. <laughs> That's what's titled. Turn, everybody turn around. Look at, everybody turn around and look at that monitor up there. Oh, it's up here? Okay. I'll turn around. Amen. <laughs> And tell them, just type in goosebumps. Amen. <laughs> Father, we thank you for today. and Thank you for the, just a wonderful time that we had today in your presence. And Father, I thank you that, that uh, strength and ability, the supernatural, the anointing, <laughs> grows within Omega Church. And it'll go forth. And it'll be known. You step into that church, you're going to run right smack dab into the supernatural. And Father, I thank you for this. In Jesus' name. And we all said, amen, amen. amen. Turn to three people one at a time. Throw your arms around. Give them a hug and go, oh! And you can be seated. Squeeze the devil out of them. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us today. I'd like to say thank you for all those who give and support this ministry. I pray that you've been blessed and challenged by the podcast today. For more information on how to give, you can visit omegachurch.com forward slash give. Thank you for believing in our mission.